Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Shop the Chemist Warehouse Mayhem sale and find up to half price off Swiss and Go Health Vitamins. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Get you up for your morning show for today. Hope you're all good wherever you are in the country. If you're on the way to work, have a great day from bed. Oh, enjoy your lion. A lovely lion this morning. It's been hectic. Yesterday I was in Whangarei. Cancel flight. Drive to Auckland. Just make it. Get back late last night. And we're back into it this morning. We've only got Louis in the house, in the studio. He's holding the fort down. Man down. Man down. Get to the chopper. Tony Kemp. It's got him. It's got him. He's finally been struck down. Not with what you think. He's a little bit crooked today, and we uh, send him all our wishes and love and best recovery uh, for the thrill. But great Uncle Man, he's a champion, Kempi. He's in hospital at the moment. He's uh, a little bit crooked, and uh, we send out him our well wishes. If you want to send him our, your well wishes, give us a text, double eight double three on the Temper Bird Post text machine, and we'll get those to Kempi. He'll be listening. He'll be tuning in this morning, no doubt. So, uh, yeah, send your well wishes to Uncle. Uh, we've got a good show for you today, Thursday the 12th of May, our Mick Cafe Coffee Catch-Up with Rugby Players Association boss Rob Nickel about the latest proposal for Global Rugby Calendar, the potential of a club championship designer, and the Silver Lake Steel, the Silver Lake Steel, which is going to be voted on June the 2nd, that's when the, uh, the final deal will be struck and more will be known. Uh, so we'll get uh, Rob Nickel on to shed some light on that conversation. And then later on, we're going to talk to EA Sports and FIFA fans. They must be devastated with the news yesterday that EA Sports and FIFA parting ways. Good thing or bad thing? Owen Good, he writes for Polygon website and he's an avid gamer, loves gaming. I'm sure many of you out there enjoy the gaming as well. FIFA, probably the biggest sport game out on all our uh, devices at the moment. And, uh, yeah, the parting ways. You saw what it did for rugby, Louis. I know you would have been a rugby 08 fan when EA Sports created that game. And then they parted ways, and rugby has never been the same again. 
never ever been the same again. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. See what will happen then. New, New Zealand Music Month after eight, we're going to welcome in an absolute champion icon of New Zealand's uh, New Zealand music. Uh, all you dudes fans, stand up. Pete Ehrlich is going to come in the studio with Louis, and he's going to sit there. And we're going to talk some music. We're going to talk some sport after eight o'clock. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. And we'll have a good conversation with Peter Ehrlich. He's an absolute champion of New Zealand uh, music, and he loves his sport. So looking forward to it. Like I said, give us a text anytime, double eight double three, or call on the Kenard Tire phone line. Remember, remember, Quizzy Dag, your chance to head to the Gold Coast, courtesy of Willamette Travel for the V8 supercars, flights, accommodation. All you've got to do is ring up at about 6.40ish for Quizzy Dag, Take on the quiz master. You win, you go into the draw. How good. That is our show for today. I'm going to sh- quieten down and go over and have a wee check-in on my mate who's lonely in the studio, Louis Herman Watt. Morning, Louis. Pierce Beast picks it up off the back of the scrum, and he is <laughs> flying down the sideline. How It was just so unfair because Pierce Beast was the biggest and the strongest and the fastest in the whole game. And the minute you picked it up off the back of the scrum and you had Percy kicking goals from anywhere on the field, South Africa were a juggernaut in rugby 08. Mm, they were, mate. It, look, honestly, there's never been a game that has matched it, that has been the same. You see it, look at rugby... Rugby Challenge, I think, yeah, it's called Rugby Challenge. Ah, it's pathetic. Just, it's just doesn't even come close. Rugby 08 is the greatest rugby game. Oh, compared to Jonah, what was better? What do you reckon, Jonah or Rugby 08? Well, I was just about to say, you know, there's a, that's you've you got to be careful because I know there's people out there like Guy Havelt who, if they're listening, would uh, arc up at the thought that Rugby 08 was better than Jonah Lomu Rugby. And there's a case to be made for both. Rugby 08 was more my era. So I am pretty loyal to mm. Rugby 08. But I've got no issue, no qualms about the, the John Alomu fans. Is is FIFA the best sports game ever made? Because personally, I'm a 2K fan. It's the only thing I play. I've yeah. got a PS4 and the yeah. only game I play is 2K. I get the new one every year. I love my basketball. I absolutely love my basketball. So, mm. And it's kind of actually, you know, that's, that's where my kind of – passion for basketball actually started was on the PlayStation. And I think gaming and this, remember we spoke to um, your bro-in-law and he was saying that gaming actually opens up so many other avenues outside of sitting in front of your computer for people. And that was like that with me for 2K and basketball. Started Mm. playing 2K, like kind of 2K way back in the day. And then all of a sudden I want to go out there and I want to try these things. And I think lots of people find that would have found that with FIFA and basketball. But is FIFA the best sports game, is he? Um, I'd say it's probably the most played sports game because of the share of numbers, and, and you know that uh, you know, football is probably the biggest, one of the biggest sports globally around the around the world. I think the best thing with um with uh with with um what's what the game of, of FIFA and in FIFA and, and PlayStation and and things like that is these games are so realistic. They are so realistic that you can actually. For fans and just normal pundits out there that enjoy the game, you can actually go into these games, you can create a character, you can chuck your character into these famous franchises. You know, you could have Louis Herman Watt playing for the Lakers and suiting up. And, like, it's, it's fascinating the things you can do. It's so realistic. You actually go to, like, camps, go through college, and it's, like, pretty much real-life scenarios that these games are creating for f- sports fans 
and that's what they do so well. So um, I think in sheer numbers, FIFA would have to be. I remember why I support Man United. I remember vividly sitting in uh, Hastings and Elwood Road, and I was playing for Manchester United, and uh, we had obviously Cristiano Ronaldo, the young one, when they were actually really good and competitive. They're horrible now, but. And then you go out and you start trading and you transfer and you buy all these crazy players and yeah, you bring yeah, them yeah. to Man U. And, and it just makes it so much fun. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that what's going to happen. Are they going to go to 2K? Is FIFA going to go to 2K? Because I know 2K basketball is a great game. The I'll best. be honest. That is probably one of the most realistic <laughs> sports games going around. So is FIFA going to go to 2K? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know, but I hope so. And look, I people that know about more about the stuff than me have told me for a long time. EA Games is actually not; mm. they they actually don't do a great job of FIFA. Like the gameplay isn't that great. Um, there's massive flaws in it. There's massive issues in it. You can kind of play. You can, it, mm. they you can do a you can actually do the sport a disservice by playing a certain way in FIFA and kind of gaming the sport, if you know what I mean. So they need to fix yeah. that, and I think that will open an avenue. Mm. I love what FIFA have done here. If it is FIFA, the the body they're saying, you know, now this is what we value because. The you know EA Sports or whoever makes this game is making a huge profit off the license. Let's be honest; so mm. many people will yeah. be buying it, so they're always going to turn a profit. Mm. So I assume that's it, and we can figure out from uh, Owen Good from Polygon. He'll have all the details. Is he? I'm, I'm very excited to chat about this, and I think it it really does uh, matter. I think there'll be lots of people impacted. We've got Rob Nickel coming up, of course, as well. Mm. Um, World Rugby. There's still rumblings out of Dublin. You've got Robbo from NZR, Mark Robinson up there, all of the chiefs from around the world knee-deep in these discussions about how to move the game forward. And then at the same time, the Silver Lake deal is finally, hopefully, on June 2nd, about to be tickety-booed off. Um, And it's been a long journey. And the whole kind of injection of private equity and the conversation about private equity into the sport of rugby, it's all coming to mm. a head in a positive way. So that's very exciting. And it, and it must be exciting for you as a former player, is he? Yeah, look, I'm a little bit like, because this has been going on for so long. I'm going to have, I'm looking forward to having a chat because obviously he's been a big part of why it's been so delayed. And, yeah. And yeah, the players right. are always holding it up. So it'd be quite interesting to see come during the second, if it, actually gets over the line or is it going to be dragged out like the Christchurch Stadium, you know? Like it's, Ooh. It's, <laughs> yeah, don't get me started Ooh. on that, mate. Don't get me started Cathedral on chat, the anyone? Christchurch Stadium. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's, it's interesting times and obviously the, that's the situation with the Silver Lakes. You've got this new proposal from up north and in the south. We touched on it yesterday. Is it probably... Is it the realistic opportunity for, you know, the where the, the unions need to go, the Six Nations up north, the Six Nations down below? Does he like it? Is he a fan? So there's lots to talk about. There's some rugby happening this weekend, mate. Big news with um, with the Highlanders, Sam Gilbert. Sam Gilbert starting at 10 for the Landers. He's played wing and fullback his whole, t- whole life. He did play 10 at school, I've got to be honest, but his whole professional career, uh, professional career he started in the outside backs he is starting at 10 for the against the western force in dunedin louis i know you've seen sam gilbert the big player on the outside for um yeah for the landers he started at 10 look if you ask me what i'm expecting from the young man um look uh, from what i've seen and i've only seen him on the outside and what you don't see in the outside is his obviously distribution 
his ability to link up and, and you know look after his outsides, his middies, and and control the game. What I've seen and what I've been impressed with is defensively, he's pretty sound. He's a big man. Yeah, he's very strong. So he'll sh- he'll shore up that nine ten position. Obviously, helping Aaron Smith. Uh, he's got a great boot on him. He can kick the ball a long way. So kicking and, and getting the ball down out of the exit zone and out of the area is not going to be a problem. He's big man too. So what they do in the Hollanders, and you watch it, is Mitch Hunt actually defends at the back. And what teams have, have realised and figured out is when he's at the back, chuck the ball up. He's a small man. You know, you saw the crossfield kick from the Reds over the weekend when they crossfield and just jumped over him and, and scored that try. So... What they do is they defend him back there. Sam Gilbert will go back there. He's a big man. He's tall, and he's obviously very, very good in the air. So that will shore up that thing. So from first uh, reaction, I was probably like, wow, what the hell are they doing? Tony Brown, he's very creative, but that might be a step too far. But then I thought about it a bit more and thought about his uh, his game awareness and, and his strengths with his with his game, and it starting to tickle boxes. So the young man, it be interesting to see how he goes on Friday night. Yeah, no, it will, it will be. Are they is, is Thomas Umunga Jensen playing outside him? I haven't actually, uh, I haven't got that in front of me. But it makes a big, it makes a big uh, insides pairing, and those boys are strong in there. Um, they've got some absolute size. I tell you what, being down in Otago over the weekend, is he uh, mm. like deep, deep in Highlanders country, like deep into Central Otago? They've got a real issue with Mitch Hunt. They have a the punters have a real issue with Mitch, Mitch Hunt there. They are not sold. They're pretty gutted with the way the season's going, and they're putting a lot of it at his feet. And like a like a halfback in rugby league, and like a quarterback in um, uh, in American football, the first five obviously cops a lot of the blame and a lot of the praise when it's going good. Just look at Moonga and Bodie, and it's happened for years and years and years. Unless you're DC, you're kind of um, like mm. Teflon. But the 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 situation with Mitch Hunt down there is pretty bleak with the fans. They were craving a change, and I don't think yeah. there was a there was a natural one in the in the side. So I've got no issue with what Tony Brown's done here. I think their season's at a point where if you don't try mm. something, well, what what are we doing? Are we just waiting for next year? Because mm. uh, that's the way their season's trending. So, hey, if it comes off, he'll look like a genius, Tony. And if it doesn't, well, they couldn't have carried on the way they were going anyway. So I think it's brilliant. Mate, as you listen to um, Clark Dermody's comments, if you read the article, he talks about um, you know, that, that situation. You know, Mitch Hunt has struggled at the start of the year, probably had his best performance against the Reds. Uh, but now they've given Sam Gilbert an opportunity, and if he goes out and takes it well and, and plays extremely well, then that, that jersey's his. So no one's really cemented that spot. They've got Marty Banks, Mitch Hunt, um, and now they've got Sam Gilbert. So there's there's players there, but no one's really taken it. So this is an opportunity for them heading into uh, potentially making the playoffs and, and being there. He's 100 kilos, mate. Ooh. Sam Gilbert. He's 100 clicks. Francois Stein. man. He's surprised what I was saying. So this is somewhere, and I can understand why people, um, you know, Mitch Hunt was at the Crusaders. He was always back up to Richie Maunga, but every time he went on, he performed. Richie went down. He actually, um, you know, went in and did his job and did it really well. He's gone down there, and he probably hasn't had the influence and impact that uh, all the pundits were after. So I can understand their frustration. They want someone, and you know how important the 10 is. You know, they, they drive your team. And you look at the Crusaders' outfit, They've got Richie Moonga, and they haven't got a specialist 10 on the bench. So they've gone with um, Braden Enor and Lester Fainganuku with Te Toiro Tahiru Rangi. So 
David Harvey slips into 10 if they do have that God forbid, we don't want it to happen, but Ooh. Richie Wonga goes down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, David Harvey slips in 10, so yeah. Is he? That's the way the team's going. I mm. love it. I abs- Actually, you, you've done it. You've prompted me. Can't wait question of the day. 0800 150 811 we got a TAB voucher, $50. TAB.co.nz, you can go and spend that. My can't wait question of the day today, and I need to hear from you on this. And feel free to shoot me down. I don't care. Are the Crusaders the team to stop the Brumbies' win streak against New Zealand teams this weekend? Are the Crusaders, who have been admittedly pretty slow and they got stung by the Waratahs, they came back and played well against the Force, are they the team to put Australian rugby, (laughs) the Brumbies, back in their box on Friday night? 0800 150 811. And you know what? I'll go first. They are. The Crusaders team they've named is probably the strongest looking team that they've been able to put out coming off the back of a dominant game against the force. They've got size, they've got leadership. I love the I love I love what they've done with the bench and only having Richie there because they're just putting their best players on the field and they know they need to find some momentum as he so I actually think that they're ready to go. Take your patch off, Louie. Take your patch off. We've both got them on. <laughs> Hey, nah, I, I agree. Look, I hundred percent. I love the what they're what they're about. And uh, <laughs> get off to Tim, eh? Should we chat to Tim? Let's get, get into it. Tim, eh? He's just called in about the Crusaders. Timmy from Christchurch. How are you? Confident they can do it. We're good, mate. How are you? I mean, we're, it's not vintage Crusaders at the moment, but um, they showed good for last week. And uh, in that second half, I think it was against the, the Rebels or whatever. Um, but you know, like. You're right, and it is the game that they're going to be using to pretty much look as an extension of the final series. Look, the other the other key point is Noah Lulisio and Rob Valentini are out. Mm. So they've pretty much been... The, the Brumbies have been on fire, but they have been depending on the Wallabies players a lot, and they've built this kind of great core. Those two guys are out. The Crusaders Ooh. have named their biggest side of the... their best side of the year... And listen to this, Izzy. Scott Robertson, you reckon he knows how to win in Canberra? We made nearly 400 tackles that night as a team. Um, it was a record. Um, it was a pretty cold night. Uh, it was a storm coming coming in and, you know, it was freezing in the stands. Um, I remember Mortlock missed a couple out in front and I remember just turning around saying, you sure you want to take another one? And That was 2000 when they won in that <laughs> final down there in the cold. They know how to do it, Izzy. Oh. They do, they do. They know what mate, they've had. They've had the wool over the Brumbies there. I remember um, we've played. I played them three or four times over in Canberra, and we we just got up. We weren't playing any any exciting or nice brand of rugby, but we always went over there. We always performed. So for the question for shoot off, Louis is who are the favourites? Obviously now with that loose four trio out, that just changes the whole landscape. You saw the size with Ethan Blackadder. And Pablo Matera with Cullen Grace in the loose trio. I'm pretty sure they were they were selected to match Roel Valentini and and, and uh, who was that one? Pete Samu. Pete Samu's out. 
And so, look, they're gone. Man, that changes the whole landscape. Crusaders all day, I reckon. Well, there you go. That's Izzy's take. What's yours? Be like Tim. Appreciate you the got call, Noah. Tim. Noah's out too, isn't it? Noah Lolasio and out. Rob oh, Val- Valentini. Are the Crusaders Dang. the Kiwi team to stop the Brumbies slide? Uh, can can we put Australian rugby back in the box? Give me a call. 0800 Text double eight double three. We've got a TAB voucher, $50 for you to come through with. Tim, love the energy early doors. It's 23 minutes past 6 o'clock this morning. Baznizzi for breakfast here at the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Hear from you on the Brumbies versus the Crusaders after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.